Hello, everyone. So we are back with Elle. And if you all remember closely or carefully or remember at all, Elle joined us precisely approximately 18 to 20 months ago. And we had some shenanigans where we were talking about dating apps. Now, Elle and I have had differing dating app philosophies in the past. And I got off the sauce and she stayed on the sauce. And so we're going to hear about the sauces, the dating apps, by the way, for those of you listeners who were like, what sauce? So we're going to see and check in to see if life is any different. So quick background. Elle, tell them where you're at. Sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm, in, the, <laughs> I'm in Brooklyn, New York now. I'm moving so, from Portland. Yeah. So Elle left us. She abandoned us here in Single Gal City, and she went to the Big Apple, and she lived in Brooklyn. And so Elle be sending me pictures and telling me stories of, like, people being just fine and Black folks living it up and just a great sense of community. You know, she dances very well, might I add. If they ever do like a non-famous people of Dancing with the Stars, she should definitely be on it. Thanks friends um, for listening. So anybody who's listening who has the power to do so, please let me know. Elle is a candidate. But I want to really get to talking about is dating that differently? Is dating that different in Brooklyn versus Portland. So what I mean by that is, who are the people who you're seeing? What are the apps that you're using? And do you feel like the caliber of potential is higher? So Elle, talk to me. Okay, so I moved here in October, um, kind of in the thick of things with work. Uh, But I will say that, you know, I... You know, I had gotten off the date naps probably pretty quickly after we had our last podcast uh, call because, I mean, things really just weren't popping in Portland and I was kind of over it. And then I saw I began to travel a lot and that's why I had to move, right? Because I was barely in Portland and you were always watching my kids. Uh, by kids, I mean my dog kids. Um, so uh, I have... Um, I opened up the apps when I moved out to New York, but um, I realized in the apps that the caliber of men were different and the communication was a little different. Um, I will say, honestly, it didn't pick up until like now, Um, but I also was like off and on, off and on. Um, You know, I had been dealing with some, you know, life issues and so I wasn't really active. And I can say right now I'm not active, but I, I'm only on Hinge right now. So that is the one app that I am on um, that I would say that I maybe give, I don't know, maybe an hour a week to, which is not that active, but it is a little bit, right? Um, It's a bit more than zero, right? Um, I mean, one is better than none, they say. Yeah, yeah. So I give about an hour of my time a week. Um, And all the guys are coming out of the woodwork. They're very... um, I would say they're very New York. You know, the East Coast is, uh, in my experience, it has been probably the most um, straightforward men. And I, I, I realized this when I was in college, how straightforward the men were from New York or from the East Coast in general. And I 
prefer that over the passive aggressiveness of the West Coast where they're like, well, I kind of like you if you like me, but I only like, I only want to tell you that I like you if you tell me that you like me and like, okay, we kind of friends, but uh, maybe friends with benefits. If you want to be more, only if you want to be more though, only if you, oh, but you want to be more. No, 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 not me. Not, not it's not like that. So, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, so, okay. So let me see if I can synthesize what you're saying. So you're basically saying you know, the people over here are some, um, some, some passive mother effers who are lollygagging and pussyfooting and who struggle with direct communication and concrete initiative. Is that, did I get that? That sounds good. I would say that sums it up pretty well. I think, yeah, the communication is an issue and the, uh, and I think it's just the mentality. It's like the blase, right? It's like super chill. I don't know if everybody's just smoking weed or in there, everybody's in that environment of just being chill, but people on the West coast are just very, Oh yeah, we're friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're talking to someone else. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I think um, I, I think that you're talking about something that I'm trying to figure out if it's a mark of our culture, as in like our generation. So let me contextualize our generation. We are millennials, right? And I think currently millennials are people. Hey, Gabby, you might have to mute me or get your headset on because I can hear me. You can hear me? Oh, okay. I can hold hear on. myself. I can let me okay hold on let me um get my headset or you could just keep it like that and then just not have me on speakerphone but you're on my ipad oh i see what's happening hold on just a minute let me find my headset let me see what this dog is doing time y'all time y'all Okay, so I just I got so many questions, L. Like, okay, you so were you, trying to say what, if so you, you summed it up, one hour a week, one hour a day, one hour, you know, sometimes in your mental oh, is. Oh, I would say it's maybe a few minutes. Like, a day. I don't know, maybe 10 minutes a day. I really don't be. I set my profile up because, you know, the way Hinge works is you can see who like you. And so um, it's not like I need to be on there actively swiping in order to get some form of action to see who likes me. I can see who likes me without saying I like them first. So Hinge works by I can go through and I can like someone's profile and comment on their comments or their photos. I have been lazy. And because also in the beginning, I would say stuff and then nobody would say anything back. And I'm just like, I ain't got time for this. And if somebody really wants to talk to me, they'll let me know. Um, it seems like the ones who like me and comment and say things to me are the ones who will put in the work. And I guess that could be the same about, you know, meeting someone in person too, right? If they put the work in up front, that kind of tells you a little bit more about that person. But anyways, 
I sometimes get on there and I do like some of the super fine, super tall guys. And the reason why I like Hinge is because I am a tall lady. Um, but the reason why I like Hinge is because the platform is actually quite nice visually. I'm also an architect and I'm also into uh, graphic design. So I like clean graphics and Hinge happens to be one of those. And it also allows me to be lazy because they ask prompting questions that allow you to get to know a little bit about someone to ask some questions. Like it'll say things like, what's the you know what's the craziest thing you've ever done and you know normally it's like people who people say something like oh i booked a flight the same day to paris and i stayed in paris for just the weekend and i had the time of my life and i booked things on the fly blah 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 that's how hinge works so lately i've been getting action from guys just saying that they like me there is one guy right now who's messaging me. I would say he's been messaging me for maybe a week now. Okay. And I have not been doing a good But I have not been doing a good job of messaging him back because the app platform isn't the best. So yesterday in my mind I had told him that I would give him my number. I never did that though. And I got busy with life. And it's also hot in New York, and I don't have AC right now. So, yeah, a lot of things. Can I match you? Because I, this happened to me the other day. I'm back on Hinge. Ugh, I think, I don't know if the listenership understands my frustration with dating applications, but I've been on them since 2010. I've been on probably every, almost every and any single one, or I've researched it or I've looked at it. Elle and I were trying to work on our own little date nap called Spotted, and that's still not on the back burner. We may, st- we need, we may act. We might need to revive that. Yeah, just yeah, we may have to, we may have to wonder twins mm-hmm. it, and just mm-hmm. get it together. But I like hinges. Hinge is the only one that I'm on. I can't do Tinder, but you know what happened to me the other day on Hinge that just made me recoil. One, I forgot to message a guy for like four or five days and he unmatched me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I work. I am a full adult woman. And I don't know me, if he, in the time of mm-hmm. Corona, you're not able to work. And I, you know, I'm sorry if that's the case, but like, I still am working my mm-hmm. 55 plus hours a week of, at work. I mm-hmm. have 35 million side hustles. Okay. This is one of them. I'm trying to get this popping, you know? So I'm just like, I, I don't want to be that. I'm not going to say I'm busy. Cause I hate when people say they're busy. Everybody is busy. Like, but you, you make time for what you want. Exactly. Busy. Yeah. Don't exactly. say that's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. So I, so I have not dedicated the proper resources, but I was circling back. Like we had been texting back and forth, not texting, messaging on the app for like two weeks or like a week and a half. So I why was didn't like, you, oh, why didn't you try to do the number? Because you know how it is. You know, well, cause okay. So me and me and Grace, you guys have a theory that there's glitches in the app. Too. And they be straight so, up taking people away from you. Yeah, so there's a we think that they be taking people away from us. I was me- I too was messaging a guy, and the conversation was actually really good. He was actually quite attractive. Besides the fact that he had locks, and then yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Anyways, I like I have locks, y'all, so I'm offended. Offense. But she, Grace, knows where I'm going with this, and I, I really do. But I'm still offended. That. For my but, people, um, the locks of the world. I love locks, but this dude was remind had had me having some back back back. What's Backflashes, flashbacks, back flashes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a backflash though. That's a, back like a whole new, That's a TikTok. That's- 
A backslash? That's a TikTok. I already know it's a DM. We're going to coin that. We're going to coin that. I'm going to write that down. Backslash. Copyrighted. Okay, so anybody listening, don't let me see you on the internet. Do not. No backslash. Okay. Black Twitter, you can't have that. That's all me. Oh, we love you, Um, Black Twitter. We we definitely do. But no, we have this theory. So, you know, Hinge, if you're out there listening, you guys need to look into this. Or maybe these dudes really just be out here not liking us. But sometimes it it doesn't make any sense when they do it. If they were to unmatch at the point of the conversation where the unmatching happens. Because, you know, remember back in the day, we talked about this with Tinder. Because I felt like this was happening to me with my really good Tinder matches. Which saying a really good Tinder match is kind of like saying you found gold in your backyard or struck you know, or found oil. So we know that that's a bit of a misnomer and a, a, almost a hashtag impossibility. But um, I think I think it's a glitch. And I wonder if it's randomized, if it's like chaos on purpose to- increase. Or like you guys been messaging too much. And yeah, to I incentivize people to- We don't wrap it up for you. We don't wrap it up for you. Like, no, nah, this ain't going nowhere. Yeah, they you should have exchanged saying? numbers by now. Just, I don't know. I'm so curious about this. Okay, so, but this new okay. dude, this new dude that you're talking to, are you gonna slide him your number or not? Nah? Uh, if if the, if he not match me, you know, he texts me like he'll mess not text me. You know, he messages me on the app and he says like good morning, and he'll okay, be like, I hope you're having. I, a- I, want, I want to pause you right there. I yeah. hate the good morning and good evening messages. And I think okay, but you do. I don't hear that about me. And I'm going to tell you why I hate them. They, y'all shouldn't be surprised because Grace hates a lot of sh- anyway. Go ahead. No, that's not true. I, I, no, 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 uh, uh-uh. uh. No, what do no, you? What you, do you like, Grace? Why are you throwing me? What to would the you prefer instead like of somebody waking up in the morning thinking like, "Let me reach no, out to this but, young lady and let me tell no, her but can I tell good you morning." Why I don't like it. Can I tell you why I don't like it? I don't like it because. Some people, and I won't even say some men, because I think maybe there's some women folk out here who do it too, but some people use that in place of an actual conversation at any other point in the day. You know what I'm talking about. When they do the, oh, good morning, um, thought about you, and then you don't hear from them until they do the, oh, good evening, have a good night. And I'm like, wait, we didn't even- Okay, that's the general good morning, good night, yes. But this that's is what not what he I know, was that's doing. Not what this dude is doing. I know this he, dude- He was not doing that. I was like, oh, he's- Well, because let me tell you, here's the thing, right? Coming from Portland and coming to New York, this guy is actually the first guy to do this. So this is probably like the, he's the exception to the rule, right? Because most of these guys will just message you out of blue and keep con- continuing the conversation. It's like a continuum he starts over at the beginning of the day and he'll even uh, say like, I hope you're having a good day today. And like, what do you have planned for the weekend? Um, how, what, like when I was out of town, I was in Atlanta for a wedding in the middle of Corona. Yes. Um, but I was also working my tail off um, in a hotel hold up there. Um, and uh, he had, he, I had messaged him back cause I wasn't getting his messages also in, in real time. That's another issue. I think it might be my phone, iPhone 10. I don't know if you guys out there, Apple. For some reason, I don't get my notifications for Instagram, my message notifications for Instagram, and I don't get any notifications for Hinge, only ribbons. Anyways, uh, another conversation. So I don't get his stuff in real time. So I'm literally not ignoring him. I only get it unless I see the ribbon or if I open the app and I see that I had notifications there. So, but what he does, like, he was just like, oh, well, what we eating? 
you know, when I told him he was like, cause I was like, oh, he's like, what you doing? I was like, oh, I'm in Atlanta for this wedding. He's like, oh, get married. I was telling him who's getting married and he's just like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, I'm about to order. He's like, what you about to do tonight or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm gonna order some food and finish up some work. And then he was like, well, he was like, what are we eating? And I feel bad y'all. Cause I really didn't reply back to that day because it was, I didn't see it. Or I think I, I ended up working actually until like, six o'clock in the morning, but that's another conversation. Uh, so I was working pretty late. And so I missed responding back to him. And I, I felt I felt bad because that was sweet. It was cute. It was cute. And it's not what I'm used to. And it's sad, right? But at the same time, so I felt like- So let's like halt and pause. But, I think but wait, wait, Grace. But what I'm getting at is, what I'm saying is at the minimum, I felt that he was making, this man is making a conscious effort into dating and letting someone know I'm putting my best foot forward, which is something that I have not seen, period, on dating apps. Well, so that's why I wanted to say halt and pause and let's double click. I've been saying double click this season. I picked it up at work. I apologize, y'all. So that's what I want to talk to you about since you are, uh, I've been on the dating apps. So I've been on Hinge about 10 minutes a week. I save it all for like Fridays or Saturdays when I'm bored, which is like hardly ever. And um, cause you know, I just be happy as a clam to be hiding in my house. But I have noticed that so what's interesting is Hinge is a little different because people are already more prone to conversation. And I've been saying that I'm a download Tinder again as a, like, you know, kind of as a test trial to see what's really happening out here in these streets. But does it feel like people are nicer, like more considerate, like actually in it? Like are, does it feel like the men that you're matching with online are trying a little bit more sincerely to get to know you? trying a little bit more what's the point of like do you think that they're like sending more targeted messages where it doesn't feel like they have the same canned message they send to everybody remember that summer that we did that oh god yes we sent to anybody anyways we won't get distracted stay on stay on target um do you think that the energy of the folks coming at you on the app feels different. And if you do, do you think it's a New York Portland thing? Or do you think it's like a Corona people are trying harder to like deeply connect kind of thing? I think it's Corona and quarantine, right? Okay. Cause we're all, people have been in quarantine for months. I mean, sure. Yeah. Some people are out here freely in these streets but even if they're free in these streets they can't most people cannot do anything right most stuff is closed they can't really meet people at bars not that people really do that because me and grace were never one of those to actually really meet people out at bars however i did meet one guy at a at a concert that grace invited me to um yes (laughs) that was fun that was fun but, you know, that was like in my dry Portland days where, you know, I had been there for four years and I hadn't dated anybody. And I finally met someone after four years. So that tells you how things are there. Um, but here in New York, I will say that uh, I think the guys, I think it's the, I think he is treating this as, I, I think he's an anomaly. I think other guys have been messaging me though, too. Um, I kind of have maybe fallen off maybe because. I feel like they're asking me to do too much and carry the conversation. So anytime I feel like someone is a bit selfish in their, their 
their tech, their, their messaging, I kind of fall back. Like you're really not in this and I can't force you into having this. I can't keep asking all the questions and you replying back, giving me one word response that tells me that you don't want anything here. So we have nothing to talk about. So then I usually will, you know, move on. I don't unmatch them. I just let them sit. If they I ever do decide that to. Too. Should we be unmatching? Is it uncourteous? Maybe people who are listening can like DM me. I don't think we should unmatch. I think it's okay. Cause what if they are like maybe in the point where they're just like, Oh shoot. I just let me look back at this thread and be like, oh, wow, she asked me all the questions here. I didn't ask her anything. But I, there's a sense of entitlement with some men um, and when it comes to some of these things and they just sit back. Uh, I guess you could maybe say there's a sense of entitlement that I have with sitting back. But I also for me, I don't care one way. It, I have no expectations of the apps. I'm on there very passive. Right. So I am not looking to find love. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any expectations uh, of the app and I don't have like a, a goal of reaching for the app. Maybe I should. I was going to say, well, if you don't have any expectations, why be on the apps? So earlier in the season, we talked to our mutual good friend. I'm fishing. I'm like going fishing. And she's off the apps. She's off the sauce as well. And she said something similar. She was like, you know, it just never felt fruitful. Like it just didn't feel like there was a return on the investment for what I put in. And I mean, that's why I got off the apps. I got back on the apps because season two, I felt like I couldn't have a a genuinely well-researched season two if I didn't get on the apps. And you see, I'm still only on on Hinge. I almost, I combined it. I said Hinder. Hinder. That's what these apps are. That's a good one. Maybe that's what we create. These apps are a hindrance. But that's what I I agree with you. I feel like nobody is serious. And I... Well, and I... But I think that's the... For me me personally, I think in general, it's like fishing, right? And you are... um, If something catches, something catches. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know how long people be sitting out on a boat with the fishing pole out there just chilling? she over here giving us an old country man analogy. Okay, continue. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm fishing. And if something catch, it bites, it bites. If it doesn't, I'm invested in the conversation. Like I I mentioned that guy. Um, I'm invested in the conversation as much as he's invested in it. But I have no high hopes of, I, I, I guess what I'm getting at is, because I have no expectation, I can't be let down. But that's also my mindset about a lot of things, which is not always a good mindset to have. And well, I don't want to talk to Felina you, but I think that, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm going to share a story and then I'm going to not talk about too many personal things. I told myself this season I was going to be a little more vulnerable. Um, I'm working on this with my therapist. Shout out to my therapist. I don't know if she'll ever listen to this. I love you. But, love you um, we have the same therapist, y'all. But, well, not anymore because Elle abandoned us for the big city. And I'm, I'm trying to get my therapist. I'm trying to get my old thing back, though. Yeah, and I'm a country <laughs> gal, so I'm still here in Portland living out here in the cut. But I, when, so I, so for those of you who don't know me personally, which might be some of you one day, but I think most of my listeners are my friends, I took a trip at the end of December. I was away for about a, about three and a half weeks after the sad and sudden passing of my soulmate, 
Athena, who was a critter kid, um, who I still love very, very much every day, miss her. And I came, I mean, even before I left, I was not truly on the apps, right? And I took my trip through South America and Central America with a really dear friend of mine, shout out to cousin Kathleen. And I came back and I was just kind of like really over it. And what I mean by that is I just kind of wanted to shut down for a bit and just kind of focus on the inner me. I I always try to focus on the inner me. That's like a priority of mine to be the best person inside that I can be. But I just wanted to give myself space to grieve and to, you know, breathe and to just kind of sit. I love to sit uh, and in silence and meditate and ponder and do all those really incredibly dynamic yet somehow comforting and boring things. And when I came kind of back from the trip, I was actually, I had deleted every app but Hinge before I left. And when I was coming back, I was getting ready to delete Hinge because I was like, I have no expectations. Like, this is so dumb. And I opened, I went to open the app literally the day I came back to the US and someone had messaged me and it ended up being someone who we met. We actually like really hit it off. Super great guy. Our timing was just really poor for both of our lives. And so it didn't work out. And maybe I'll share more about this interaction at a later time, but probably not. That's okay. If y'all want to hear about it, I don't know. Hit me in my DMs. Maybe I'll do a little bonus episode or something. But I, it, it it reinforced in me this idea that I wonder how much of our life is about balancing our expectation, our desire with our output, right? I truly wasn't expecting anything from these apps, right? I was ready to quit them all. I was quitting them all. And then I actually met someone who was super compatible and really great. And I know the thing that people say that annoys me all the time, annoys the hell out of me, is they're like, oh, you always find love or partnership or relationships when you're not looking. And I'm a workhorse. Elle is a workhorse. We are workers. We are worker queen bees, which is not a real thing because queen bees don't be working, but that's neither here nor there. And we... I think bring to a lot of our relationships in general, attention, um, I think devotion, I think intensity, and we don't bring that on the dating apps. We just don't. There was a point where we kind of sort of tried, but not really. And part of me is thinking, is, is it in this space of involvement, but detachment that you actually have the chance of meeting somebody. I hate that because I like to work towards things. I like to have goals. I like to feel like I get what I put in. And I think that with the dating apps, I just haven't felt that way. There was a time where I paid for these dating apps. I've done everything from match to black people meet to there is even one called Darwin dating. I don't know if that exists anymore. That was mess. But I've done OkCupid. I've answered over 500 questions on OkCupid. And then I, you know, I read these studies that tell us that Black women don't fare well on these apps and all these things that I refuse to believe, even though I might see it in reality and yet I'm still refusing. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what's the point? 
I don't know. I, not to sound like a defeatist. And at the same time, I met someone when I really, like I was, if there was a level of I don't care, if don't care was the earth's surface, I was beneath the earth's surface. I was in the mantle of the earth. I could care less about dating. Like I, I was just trying to like heal my broken heart, you know? So I, so I, so I, I, I wonder if there is like a magical sort of equation or a configuration where this starts to click better and work better. Like, what do you think, Elle? I said a lot of words. I didn't mean you, to. You did. I mean, I, um, I think there's something to be said about, well, there's something to be said about, you know, the amount of effort you put into something and like getting something out of it. But at the same time, I think, you know, timing is everything, right? And, you know, sometimes paths don't cross unless the timing is right and some things are out of season, right? So I think I think there are some things that just can't be forced in dating maybe. I, I, for us, you know, maybe for Black women, especially you being in Portland in a city that, uh, depending on what you're looking for in a partner, I think we've talked about all of this um, in terms of race and ethnicity, right? Um, Everyone holler at season one's episode of the dating apps if you don't know what Elle is talking about. <laughs> yeah, because I think we, we, you know, Portland being one of the whitest cities in America and you being a very beautiful black woman that is full bodied <laughs> and you. got that shelf booty. Um, what she's trying to say is I'm hella black. <laughs> No, I said what I said, okay? I said what I said. I am, and um, I'm proud of it. She is, and she's beautiful, right? And I, I was there, and I struggled with the same things, right? And I don't feel that either of us dated that much while we were there. But from the moment I moved to New York, Grace, I where did I go? I, I know, you was getting October. mad play in the actual street. Yes! I was getting played in the streets from like real dudes, like real. I remember when you first moved there, and you were like, "Yo, (laughs) this man is so fine. He over here smiling at me on the butt, on the train." Or you were like, "I'm at the corner spot getting some food, and somebody here." I was like, "Yo, everywhere you go, these dudes are." It was it was real, right? And I wasn't like some like sore thumb. Not I shouldn't say sore thumb, or like some beautiful or some like unicorn, like. I mean, you were exotic. You you were not treated like you were something that had come down from a spaceship. Yeah, like oh my gosh, I've never seen one of you before, right? And I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's. Bad. I mean, I'd like to think that you know when people meet me and I mean, you know, y'all, y'all L is lovely. I, one day, if maybe she want to reveal her full and robust identity, I'm trying to her myself and my other bestie Shadisha who will also be on the show. We're trying to launch Elle's modeling career because she's about 10,000 feet tall. She's slim. But I just want the money, y'all. Let me be honest. Fit. I just want the... She, I, I just need... She, I'm she happy looked, to have a dollar. She looked like Grace Jones reborn, okay? So <laughs> we're trying to launch her little career. So if anyone is a representative for any modeling agency, y'all let me know. I have a full portfolio. We've got some artistic shots that were done in Portugal. We've got some... <laughs> Definitely. Okay, great. Stop with the plug. Situation. Stop with the plug before I. Yeah, so I, before yo, I, you, you before always before got to I call out your Sarah Bartman. Okay. 
but you're right. So you're meeting people out in the streets. So earlier in the season, we talked to Marguerite and she said the same thing. Cause she was like, I'm in DC. She's like, I am meeting people in DC where I can't say that pre Corona people were not coming up to me. People were not, you know, and I, the thing is I make a point to, to go out and to eat. Um, well, pre Corona, I would go out to eat once a week, usually on a Friday or like a Saturday afternoon, I would be my little treat to myself. I called it my self date. I started a couple years ago. Ellen and I used to go on our girl dates all the time. We did with our cups. Exactly what it I'm talking cute. about. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and we would like go, we'd sit outside, we'd sit at the bar. We'd like, you know, we, we, we would be open. We would talk to our waiter. We would talk to the bartender. We, we were trying, we were creating an energy of exchange of openness. And so I started doing that. I mean, I've been doing it now for a while. We had our situation, but I would also go by myself. And I kept doing that once again, up until March of 2020, because Corona is real. And I didn't, I feel like I didn't reap anything from my, you know, my labor. I I was sowing seeds. I wasn't seeing no fruit bearing trees. Whereas you moved to New York, you moved to Brooklyn. And I swear, it feels like you were there, like not even a week. And you were like, yo, 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 you were sending me all these Mm -hmm. messages about. Yeah. I mean, I was out. I was, yeah, I I was out guys. You know, you know, I, I think I moved here in October and when was I getting, I mean, by November, January, by November, I, by November, December, you know, I had exchanged contact information with a guy out. He was just like, oh my gosh, you know, anyways, uh, I will say anyways. Um, so what you have, I think, okay, so what you have in New York is Caribbean men and Caribbean men are very different. Uh, and African men are very different, right? And we're All that, the Caribbeans and the African. Yeah. And um, they are a little different. And I say East Coast different too, right? They're the same. They have that same level of aggression. Um, and me and Grace kind of have this thing where we want to know, like, how fresh are they to the States, right? Because it kind of... <laughs> Why are you uh, airing our business out like this, though? We, I mean, and I, I didn't say fresh off the boat, you know. But, she said uh, fresh to the States, so everybody knew what we she meant. <laughs> but what we, we... I mean, because there's... Because we are pretty independent women, and uh, culturally in those areas that is not something a, a, a woman does and a woman takes part in so a woman like me and women like me and grace and most probably women most black women most black women who are here in the state have accustomed themselves to creating a life that is sustainable and that's independent of uh, anyone else right um and we and and we're pretty comfortable in that and i know guys coming over here that kind of takes them uh it takes them off a bit sometimes um and i'm not speaking for all the guys and i'm not saying this is what everybody and people are just pretty far behind i'm not saying that i'm just saying that we can be a little strong and content in ourselves uh and i think dating us is a little bit different sometimes so what you find is uh um men, you know, I, I mean, men basically from the Caribbean, I think most of the guys who have reached out to me here have been from the Caribbean or from like Brooklyn. Um, and they're pretty forward and they are, they're pretty forward. And just the backstory, my granddad was from the Bahamas. So I have some Bahamian roots. Um, and 
where I live is pretty much little Haiti. Uh, so my whole block is nothing but Haitians and um, maybe a few, mostly Islanders, right? So it's that's just the environment that I'm in, right? And no one knows that I was born here in the States until I open my mouth. Even then, they want to know where my parents' parents were from just because of my features, right? Uh, I've got twos and big, pretty large lips and a nose, right? So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love features. You. I'm going to bring you in only because we are coming up at the end of time. Not like the end of all time. You obviously will be a forever guest on this show. But I think you're saying something that I, we've had a conversation about this many times before, right? This idea, which we'll continue in a little love bite. So love bites are just going to be kind of like our little after show shenanigans. That's a lot shorter than the actual cast that you can listen to. And I think that the question becomes, do you have to move to find partnership? Like you don't have to answer that, but I know that that's a conversation we've had. We have friends who've left Portland in order to find partners. And I think that that's perfectly acceptable. I have considered doing the same. So if it's like what we're saying, you make time for the things you want to make time for that you value, that you think are important in your life. We all think, we all being you and I on this call, uh, we all think that that's a really important part of our life. Is it the end all be all? No. But is it something that we want? Yes. And we want it in a healthy, sustainable way. So why shouldn't we go after it, right? So with that in mind, what advice or what what last note do you want to leave on with our guests? We've kind of, this was more of like a conversation than, you know, a themed episode, but I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff that a lot of people can relate to. And I wonder if that's still you know if that's the case and what your thoughts are as we wrap up well i think location means something in general right it's the same it's a little bit different for job opportunities but i would say it location matters in terms of networking and seeing someone and being in the right place at the right time in order for you know things to take place so i think there's something to be said about that Um, so I guess I would say, I don't, you know, I guess I don't have to answer the question of, do you need to leave a place to find something? But I will say that in the short time that I've been here in New York versus the long six years, over six years that I was in Portland, I have gotten more action here in New York than I have in Portland. And I will say that in contrast, my white counterparts, in Portland who had maybe just moved there got got action and got married right and so they had something that so I, I, I think you're right I think we have a couple of friends both mutual yeah. and not who are thriving on Bumble yeah thriving on Hinge thriving and married. on Tinder right. yes yeah and they are married now that's the yeah, big thing right like, like, all the women committed relationships yeah. where they've like moved in you know they're yeah. playing you know bonus mom to yeah. someone's kids like they're yeah. like, engaged getting married or are married yeah you're absolutely mm-hmm. right so will we keep that in mind do you think there's a reason to be hopeful, especially when we're in the middle of a global pandemic and it feels like 
it's going to take a really long time for us to be able to maybe be as loose and free with our interactions as we were before in one minute. I, um, yeah, I, I'm always optimistic and I'm always hopeful. I mean, sometimes I have my moods where I'm like, mm, forget this or, you know, like I'm not doing this anymore or I'm done with this or I'm over it. But I always usually come back to being hopeful um, and for the things that I want, because I think that you put it out there in the atmosphere of what you want and you speak those things into fruition and those things come to be. Well, on that hopeful, hopeful, hopeful note, I want to thank our listeners for listening and I want to encourage them to reach out to me. Yes. And if you want to reach out to Elle, you know, reach out to me and I'll see if she wants to be connected, especially if you're a modeling agency. But (laughs) you can catch me on a.sprinkling.of.grace. That was the only way for me to get that handle. Please don't judge me for all those periods. And you can also find me at grace at a sprinkling of grace. If you want to dot com if you want to email me and you can also just find me on my website and contact me there we are going to continue to have these kinds of conversations these dialogues where we kind of just talk about dating like no theme no topic no real agenda just a bunch of folks having a conversation so join us next time when we talk about whatever shenanigans it is i decide we're about to talk about it should be fun So thanks for joining us and bye.